Shades of Entrepreneurship, where we interview entrepreneurs to inspire the future entrepreneur. I'll be your host, Mr. Gabriel Flores. So grab a drink, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. staffing and recruiting expert with a million dollars in sales specializing in healthcare talent for the aesthetic industry. Please welcome the founder of McLean Aesthetics, Jonathan McLean. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Shades of Entrepreneurship. This is your host, Mr. Gabriel Flores. Today, I'm here with Jonathan. Jonathan, how are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm I'm good. I'm really interested about this subject because it's it takes recruiting, but a specific type of recruiting. But before we get into that, before we get into McLean aesthetics, who is Jonathan McLean? Yes, yes. And I love that question. So let's take you back to the beginning. Um, I started off by going to get my bachelor's degrees in... Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I started off getting my bachelor's degree in healthcare administration. After that, I got my master's in human resources and I figured out I had a love for staffing and talent. So I really pursued that and kept going. And that's actually why I went back and got my um, master's in human resources. Now I do like consulting and also staffing and I built out my own staffing firm. Yeah. So let's, let's talk a little bit about that. What is McLean Aesthetics? What, what do you do? Yeah, no, that's a good question. So McLean Aesthetics is a niche niche aesthetic recruiting firm. So what that initially means is we target dermatologists, plastic surgeons, and med spas to hire talent for them. So our niche is very exclusive, right? Not many people work in that industry, but a lot of people want to get services from that industry. So it's a very high demand industry that needs top talent. Yeah, so explain the process of a recruiting firm. For for the listeners at home, what does a recruiting firm do? Yeah, uh, so a recruiting firm essentially finds the best talent in your industry and give you the best talent in a certain amount of time. So in our case, we do 72 hours. So in 72 hours, we give you the best talent in your field right to your door so you can go ahead and start your interview process. Why is that beneficial? That's beneficial because the hiring process is so extreme. Like you're constantly finding candidates, interviewing candidates. At the end of the day, you spend hours and hours speaking with candidates that are no good for your practice. So every minute that goes by, you're wasting more and more money. So you want candidates that are high level, quality, top talent and ready to go. And so just for clarification for the listeners at home, your primary target is actually employers of these individuals. Right, exactly. Now, now, how do you start a recruiting firm? Yeah. So I actually worked for a healthcare consulting agency prior to starting my own recruiting firm. And I was lucky enough to work with an entrepreneur that really didn't know too much about healthcare space and gave me the longevity to really go out there and kind of learn what I was good at and what I wanted to pursue in the healthcare space. 
Through that, I learned out about cosmetic dermatology and I was like, hmm, this is very interesting. Not only is it a rising, fast growing field, like injecting Botox and derma fillers and lasers. Um, that's what the aesthetic market is for people that may not know. And not only is it a fast growing field, but there's no one in the space leading providers to jobs. There's no big indeed. There's no like um, job source that people can go to to find jobs. So I learned as much as I could, just really got into it, deep dive, learning as much as I could. And I started my own recruiting agency and started building my team. So started finding recruiters under me, start building relationships with clients and start providing a premier service that really helped them to grow their business. So what, what, what does that look like? Take us through the process of what kind of paperwork or things did you need to file to become a, a recruiting firm? Yeah. So I, I started an LLC first. Um, and then I initially just started with contractors. I didn't even start with W2s. A lot of people don't realize, like, I think everyone thinks you have to have a W2 on your team for it to be like a official company, but no, you can use contractors, um, to start your team. So that's the kind of the route I took, um, is just getting the LLC branding myself and then really hire on contractors to build up that team. Now, one of the things you mentioned, you know, aesthetics, right? You're, you're talking about the Botox. You're talking about things, needles in your face sometimes, right? And w- what would you say to the skeptics out there that are concerned about it? What how, is it safe and how safe is it? Yeah. So with aesthetics, with anything, with healthcare, you're practicing medicine, right? So it's practicing medicine. Nobody, I mean, they're experts in this field, but mistakes happen. So I will say in every aesthetic procedure, 90% of the time it is safe. They have done this for years in, in terms of Botox, derma fillers, things of that nature. And again, new stuff comes out every year. So you got to give it a grace period for to see if this is a really good product or if it's not a good product. But even with things being around, services being around, products being around for years and years, if you don't go to an experienced injector provider, someone that's experiencing administrating this medication to make the product how you would like it, then you have a downfall of maybe getting a vascular occlusion, which they, which is essentially... Um, where blood is not able to pump through those veins inside of your face. So it will essentially turn black and fall off or, you know, things of that nature. That sounds pretty scary. <laughs> I don't want my face. I don't want my face falling off. <laughs> now, now, so you got to go, go to someone experienced. And that's why, um, you know, what I do is so essential because I find the most experienced people and place them at the best type of spas that really want to work with the most experienced people. Yeah, that's that's a very good point. Now, how you mentioned too, you went through this process and you didn't bring on, um, you know, W twos employees, you know, full time employees. You bought on contractors. How do you go and recruit contractors? Yeah, I would say recruiting internally is one of the hardest things you can do, possibly, Um, and you really want to take your time with that because, again, it's your day to day. I've learned so many lessons with recruiting internally, like. If you're working with someone and you're playing at a level 10 and the person coming on board is not at a level 10 or even close to that, it's not generally going to work out because you're going to be so like 10x and the other person is going to be like, calm down. So you really want to find people that are essentially like you, people that are going to grind and really want success for you. Now, again, no one's going to work hard for your business like you. You are always going to work hardest for your business um, and nobody you bring on is 
But when it comes to recruiting internally, what I say is really build relationships, conferences that you go to, meetings, like always look for people to hire in those type of situations. You know, those are going to be the best people to hire because you're already, they're already in a place where they're succeeding. They're already in a place that you are in. So, you know, they're in the same similar minds that probably that you're looking for. Take us to that first client. Who, who was that first? How did you land that first client? Yeah. So landing my first client, it really is the grind. Like I called and called and called and called and called and emailed and showed up and really did not go away. I knew the value that I have was so important. I was doing them a disservice if I did not show them that I exist. So through calling and through emailing and really branding and building a relationship, I was able to land my first client um, which I still have the same client to this day. And that client ended up growing and opening massive locations, I think almost 80 locations. So I was able to grow with the client and grow my business. Now you mentioned business. Is this your first business? Well, you know what? When I was a kid, um, I have a, a snow, a snow business where I used to go around the neighborhood and shovel neighbors snow and make money. And that I essentially would say was my first business because I was making, uh, I would say, just as much as a lot of adults I know at that time, just on those days, on those snow days that I would go around and shovel shovel driveways. But yes, this is my first business initially um, as an entrepreneur. Now, you mentioned some of the difficulties of internal recruiting. Let's 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 dive into that. What, What are some of those difficulties? Yeah. So when you're doing when you're recruiting internally, it's extremely hard because you really want to find a good match that matches with your personality, your work ethic, and then also close side with your team. You want to know exactly a little bit about what's going on in your employee's personal life or your contractor's personal life, because if you don't, then you're not building a relationship and they potentially might just leave you one day. You'll be like, oh, my gosh, I didn't know they felt any way away about my working environment, but they just left. So it's really important to build a relationship. Step one. Step two, it's really important to find people that are like minded to you, like I just said. And then step three is extremely important that find people that have the drive that you look for that's inside of you. You know, you mentioned this kind of being your first business outside of the uh, the, the snow shovel, right? Yeah. What? Where did you learn to go through the LLC process and those things? Because you mentioned you didn't go to business school. No, I didn't. I did not go to business school. I actually, I have my master's in HR. I mean, it was some business courses, but essentially, no, I didn't get my MBA. But what I really am, I think a key, a master is, is really learning. Learning through YouTube, learning through podcasts, learning through conferences, learning through connecting with people and getting that mentorship and taking those tools and using them for my business, for my life, whatever I'm trying to accomplish. So really always being a learner, um, I think will get you a far, far away. You, you know, you mentioned some of the difficulties of recruiting. What are the, what are some of the difficulties of starting a business for the first time? Yeah. So I think some of the difficulties is you don't know what you don't know. One of the big things that I didn't know is one, you need a lawyer and a really good lawyer that's on retainer that you can call anytime, any place. So that was one of the big things. And two, you really got to be on top of your accounting and know exactly um, how to do taxes, how to write stuff off, how to use your LLC for as a benefit, how to pay people like instead of employees, contractors. I think those were the two biggest things that I really had to learn. I always say like I had a crazy work ethic, just 
out of college. I always had a crazy work ethic, but I didn't know how to harness that and make it into a business. So really diving in there deep, I felt like I was able to really grow a lot and grow my business once I got the the tips and the, the basics down. But as far as like the stuff that surrounds the support services that surround the business, like I said, the lawyer, the accountant, is stuff that I really had to keep learning and learning until I got inside. Where where does the drive come from? Yeah, I think the drive comes from really just wanting to do better, honestly. Drive comes from starting off in New York and um, upstate New York and really weren't in a big city and didn't have too much around me and just wanting to experience more. I knew always knew there was more and I always knew that I can get it if I want it. And as I grew and learned more about the world and learned more about business, I knew how obtainable it was and it just drove me and the passion came more and more. What has been easy about this process going through it, starting your own business? You think, uh, I think one of the biggest easy and one of the easiest things is really connecting with people. I think that has been the easiest thing for me, connecting with people, learning people and adapting to their environment. You know, every client that, I bring on is a different person to have a different personality is a different person. So just to speak with them and learn how to interact with them, I think has been one of the easiest things for me personally. So you, you talk about networking, right? Yeah. Is that one of the many ways, what are the other ways you, you market and brand yourself? Yeah, I think social media is a huge platform. You really have to, as an entrepreneur, you really want to control your own narrative. So whether you're on a social platform or you're in a newspaper, old school, or whatever you're doing, you want to build your audience and control your narrative. So social media is a huge way to do that. What are some things that keep you up at night as a small business owner? Yeah, I, I always say like one of the biggest things is you're responsible for everybody that you bring on your team. And what I mean by that is you're not just hiring somebody, you're hiring them and they're, they're paying their car note, they're paying their, their mortgage with the money they're making for you. So that's always, now I wouldn't say a huge concern, but it's always a healthy uh, concern that, hey, I need to make sure that I'm doing what I need to do to make sure that they're paid every single week or every two weeks or whatever um, length they are paid in because I'm responsible and I made them a commitment by bringing them on board. And you know, for entrepreneurs listening at home or inspiring ones, how do you stay on top of these things? You mentioned, how did you learn how to find an attorney? How, where do you find an accountant? Yeah, so I actually found uh, a great attorney through a networking conference event. So I was at a client's party and uh, I was just talking to the guests. It was like a social party for like their grand opening. Talked to the guest and I met one of my lawyers and I was like, oh, this guy, he was just here because his wife knew the uh knew the company wanted to try it out and i met the lawyer and i connected with him and he ended up being a really expert in my field and i feel like a lot of the times we don't take the effort to really speak to people when we go to these conferences or even when we're out in in public just at a coffee shop or wherever you may be take the time to really speak to people and learn about what they do and try to incorporate them if you can into your business right because good people always know good people ask for referrals too that's another thing to do so those are some tips i would say to really network and meet people you, you you've kind of organically talked about it but let's let's talk about it a little bit more in depth how important has networking been to growing your business 
I think it's been huge. Um, and in the beginning, I didn't realize how big it was or how big it would be. But after I went to my first conference, I met a person and he was able to connect me to his businesses and give me a contract in one of his businesses. And that business was able to connect me to another business and it just kept going and it never stopped. So when I saw that, I realized my net worth is only my network. So I need to double that, triple that and keep going and going and going and going. So my goal is really to meet as many people as I can and to build strong relationships too. Cause you don't really just want to network with anyone. Everyone is not for you. Right. And I want, I want to make that very clear because you in business, you would think, Hey, I need to be client. I have I need to have everybody as a client. And that's not true. You want to have great clients by you. You want to have clients that understand the value that you bring to the table and respect you as a business owner. And when you network and build relationships, that's how you build strong clients that you'll have forever. What what is something that you may have learned um, throughout this process of of starting your own business that you really want? What's some advice, right? What is something you learned that you want to make sure all these entrepreneurs know? Yeah, is that it's not an overnight success. I think a lot of people, when they get into business, they think, hey, like it has to happen within a year, it has to happen within six months, it has to happen within any duration of time. And with Instagram and all these social sites, it seems like it needs to happen or it has happened like so quick for everybody else, but it's not. If you want to have longevity in your career, if you want to have a career that's going to last, if you want to have a business that's going to last forever, that's going to last a, a just until you're gone, you have to really focus on being the best and really putting in the work every single day, every single day, putting in the work, coming back, not giving up, challenging yourself and going above and beyond every single time. That's the only way you can really become a great entrepreneur. So really putting in the work and going forth is what I want people to know. And so where, where's McLean aesthetics in the next, you know, five, 10 years or more, maybe more importantly, where's Jonathan in the next 10 years? Yeah, no, I I definitely uh, love that question. So for me, I I am really heading into like the speaker space. I really want to speak more and give back more advice. I feel like I've been doing sales and recruiting for a, a long time and I have so many great tips that have helped me to build my company and able to, you know, help you build yours. So I think that is something that I definitely want to head into and I'm slowly building into that space. Also, uh, I want to automate what I'm doing. And in the future, you guys will see exactly what I'm talking about when when I'm talking about that. But I want to automate the process to make sales and recruiting inside of all industries way more simple. Man, if you can figure out how to automate life for us more, I, I feel like that's one of the processes. And this is something for all entrepreneurs. There's so many automations out there that make your life a lot easier. Like when so many emails you, just a quick response back. But you can also have it delayed for a couple hours so it doesn't look like it's a automated response. I mean, there's a lot of really unique things you can do. Now, Jonathan, for the listeners at home, maybe they want to learn more about McLean. How, how can they how can they get in contact with you? What's the website? What You mentioned social media. Where can they find you on the social channels? Yeah, so all my channels are Jonathan McLean, J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N-M-C-L-E-A-N. And if you want to check out my website, it's www.McLeanAesthetics.com. 
M-C-L-E-A-N Aesthetics, A-E-S-T-H-E-T-I-C-S.com. Awesome. In fact, folks, just, you know, a quick little shameless plug. You will also find this information on the Shades of Entrepreneurship uh, website. So you can visit theshadesofe.com. You can also find this information on the newsletter, which is another great reminder to subscribe to the newsletter by visiting theshadesofe.com. You'll go ahead and just hit the subscribe button and it will get you on the weekly newsletter. Jonathan, are there any last words you would like to leave the listeners with? Yeah, go for it. If you're an entrepreneur, kick ass, keep going. You're going to get there. You got it. Jonathan McLean from McLean Aesthetics. Man, I'm excited to see your team grow. Uh, very unique research firm. In fact, last question, who are you looking for? If, if, what, if folks may be listening, who you want to be working with? Yeah, I'm looking for all creatives, honestly. If you are amazing at what you do, um, and you can bring something to the table. I'm looking for anybody that's creative and able to, to bring something to the table. Definitely get in contact with me. You're here to hear, folks. And I'll have that contact information on the newsletter as well as the Shades of E website. You can also follow us at the Shades of E on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. Thank you and have a great night. Thank you for tuning in to the Shades of Entrepreneurship. For more information, please follow The Shades of E on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or visit theshadesofe.com.